0: As we discussed in the previous episode, with the help of Diocletian, Tertat III overthrew the Sassanid rule in Armenia and became king. According to the Peace of Nisibis, Persia gave up its claims on the eastern part of Armenia, while Rome incorporated all the lands west and south of River Tigris, including the western part of Armenia. The 40 years of peace that resulted allowed Rome to undergo a lot of administrative changes crisis of the
1: 3rd century that almost split the empire into three parts came to an end during the rule of Aurelian and Diocletian as rome became strong diocletian decided to experiment with his idea of tetrarchy according to which the two halves of the empire would be governed by two augusti and two junior caesars who were subordinate to their respective augusti this worked from 285 until 324 when Constantine defeated his counterpart Licinius and became the only Augustus, when Diocletian created the tetrarchy, he was not under, under political pressure. Nor was he intending to divide the empire. Despite that fact, that Constantine consolidated the empire under his sole rule, the isolation of the two halves of the empire was inevi- inevitable and paved the way for division later on. One of the biggest things Constantine did was passing the Edict of Milan, 313, which did away with persecutions against Christians and also the properties confiscated by the state were returned back to the church. It
0: is is disputed whether why Constantine was such a strong advocate of Christianity. One possibility is that he was greatly influenced by his Christian mother and his motives were most ideological rather than political. However, Given that this move consolidated his subjects under his rule, it makes sense that he could be driven also by political motivations to get the Christians on his side. Constantine's other legacy is the establishment of Constantinople and 324 in the eastern part of the empire.
1: In 325,
0: Emperor Constantine
1: invited the bishops of Christian churches to the Bithynian city of Nicaea in order to come to some kind of common understanding between all the different churches of the Christendom. The Armenian Church was represented by Bishop Aristakis, Gregory the Illuminator's youngest son, and the future Catholicus of the Armenians. In total, 318 bishops participated in the council. At the end of the council, the Nicene Creed was issued that clarified the basis of the Christian doctrine regarding the nature of Christ. The council is significant because it was the first time since the end of the persecution of the Christians within the Roman Empire that an attempt was made by the head of the empire to create a universal church with a universal doctrine. At the the meantime, while the Roman Empire was busy with converting to Christianity in the East, Shapu II became king of Sassanid Persia in 309 and ruled it for the next 70 years. Under his
0: rule, the Sassanid Empire reached its zenith. In Armenia, Dertat III and Gregory were busy spreading the Christian faith by demolishing pagan temples and constructing Christian churches in their place. There were still sections of the Armenian nobility that did not like the rejection of the pagan belief. Shapu was able to rally the Armenian nobility that did not like the rejection of the old belief and inside a rebellion within Armenia against the Christian king. The noble families were also supported by various Caucasian tribes who rose against Tertat's rule. However, Tertat was able to put up a fierce resistance and quell the rebellion. Seeing that it was impossible to defeat Tertat on the battlefield, the nobility finally plotted to assassinate him, and in 330 succeeded by poisoning the king. After Tertat's death, his son Khosrov became king as Khosrov III. For his short stature, he was given the nickname Kotak. Khosrov was able to effectively deal with the Caucasian tribes that had invaded the country and even taken the capital city of The tribes were pushed back; traitor nobles punished. However, even after this, Armenia was not destined to live in peace. In 337. Shapuf broke the long-standing peace agreement with Rome
1: and started a war, which with interruptions went on for the next three decades. Even though Shapur beat the Romans in the battlefields, he was not able to make any significant gains. He laid siege to the Roman fortress of Nisibis three times and was unsuccessful in capturing the fortress.
0: Meanwhile, in 339, Khosrow died and his son Tiran came to power in Armenia. Tiran, unlike his father and grandfather, did not have smooth relations with the church. Tiran started admiring the teachings of Arius, who was branded as a heretic by the Council of Nicaea. This admiration of Arian beliefs put the king at odds with the Catholicus of the Armenians, Husik, who was Saint Gregory the Illuminator's grandson and was married to Tiran's aunt. When, due to Tiran's new beliefs, Usig refused to allow him to enter a church during the feast day. He enraged Diran ordered the death of the Catholicos in 347.
1: At this time, Shapu and his invading army had taken control of Armenia, and King Diran, with his family, was a prisoner of the Sassanids. Shapu tortured the Armenian king and blinded him. The enraged Armenian nobility gathered its forces and, with the Roman support, was able to put up a resistance against the Sasanian forces, push them out of Armenia, and free Tiran and the royal family. However, the blinded king was demoralized, and in 350 abdicated the throne in favor of his son, Arshak, who became king as Arshak II.
0: At the same year, Shapu had to halt his war with the Romans in order to deal with the uprising by the Scythians within his own domain. The struggle against the Scythians lasted for eight years until they were brought under submission again and signed a peace treaty in 358. The details of the Second Persian-Roman War were passed down by
1: 4th century Roman historian Ammianus Marcellinus. In 358, Persians attacked Armenia from south and put the Roman fortress of Amida, the current, t- current Turkish city of Diyarbakir, under siege. For more than two months, after which the fortress surrendered. According to Marcellinus, Constantius II arrived a little late, but was nonetheless able to take the city back and rebuild it. Constantius II's successor, Julian, with his large army and Armenian support, attacked Sassanid capital and defeated the Persian army in the Battle of Dizbon in 363. However, due to lack of proper objectives, they were not able to take over the city.
0: Instead, Julian turned toward Persia proper. While marching, the Roman army was constantly harassed. During one of those instances, Emperor Julian was killed. One of Julian's commanders in the campaign, Jovian, assumed the throne immediately. As they reached Tigris, Jovian's forces got encircled. In order to save his own life, he signed a humiliating treaty according to which Rome gave up its claims to all territories that were conquered since Diocletian, including the fortress of Nisibis. According to the treaty, Rome also gave up its claim on Armenia. Jovian lost popularity and on his way back died of natural causes and brought an end to Constantinian dynasty in 364. Rome's influence in the East utterly diminished. When we look just back a
1: few years, it makes sense why Rome was unable to hold its influence. When Constantine the Great died in 337, he passed down his reign to three of his sons, who reigned over the western, middle, and eastern parts of the empire, respectively. While Constantinus II was busy with Shabu in the east, Constance, the younger brother, killed the oldest brother and took over the whole western two-thirds of the empire, only to be killed by an usurper named Magnetius ten years later. Constantius II spent a great amount of his resources to topple down Magnentius. All of Constantius' brothers were dead, so he assigned his cousin Julian
0: as a Caesar in the West against German invasions. Julian took advantage <clears throat> and declared himself as the Augustus of the West. In 361, Constantius II not only had to fight against Shapu, but also with his own cousin Julian. He did not reach the central part of the empire in order to confront Julian and died in the same year. One can see how badly this civil war weakened Rome. When Julian marched towards Persia and died, he basically had no reliable hair within the empire to inherit his throne, so he left it to one of his commanders, Jovian, who brought humiliation to Rome just to save his own skin. One can appreciate how Rome's decline also weakened the Armenian resistance against Shapu.
1: In the next episode, we will talk about the Second Roman Sassanid War, and we'll explore the period of the rule in Armenia on Kings Ashrak II and Poth, leading to the division of Armenia between Rome and Persia.